This is the Women with Vision podcast, where we get real with some of the leading entrepreneurial superwomen about what it takes to build a business online and beyond with kids, husbands, and everything else. All right, superwomen, it's just my honor today to talk to an entrepreneur. You know, I love talking to all different types of entrepreneurs, but when you have one who's been around in the game for a minute, you know, where, you know, not only she has seen it, uh, seen it all, you know, seen it some ups and downs and all the things in between, it, it just helps me even up level. And I love having these conversations because, you know, we get to get inspired and see what's possible. So I have uh, this beautiful woman, uh, Emerald uh, Green Forest, which I'm just like, she is the, I, I saw her at this event and she got up and started talking about her story. As a matter of fact, I tweaked my story. You don't even know this, Emerald. I tweaked my, my story after watching you give your seven minute presentation. I was like, now that is how you give a story. <laughs> like, <laughs> how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you so much. It's awesome. a pleasure to be here and I'm really excited to serve you and your super women. Yes, yes. Well, you know, it's, it's incredible because I know I heard a little bit of your story back then, but just so you guys know, she's, she's uh, an executive producer of Apple's top 200 ranked men on purpose podcast, which if you haven't checked that out, definitely check that out as well as wickedly smart women podcast, which is amazing. I started listening to that this week. Well, let me tell you that one is now ranked top 100 wickedly Thanks. smart women just launched and it outperforms men. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my, you know, I see, this is why I, I want to be just like, this is the girl. This is the woman I'm like following behind. I'm trying to be just like Emerald when I grow up. And uh, she's a successful and award-winning entrepreneur. Uh, she's been doing this for many years since her mid twenties. And uh, she, you know, she's, she's done a lot of amazing things. And as we all know, it doesn't come easy. It doesn't all you know, just show up and just like start booming and being the best. So there was some shit that went on, right? Of course, we all had it. Emerald, tell me what, how, you know, how you got, first of all, got into being a coach and doing what you're doing. Mm, great question. So for the first uh, 20 years of my career life, I was in the real estate business. Just like I was. And, I was in real estate. Yeah. My last, um, so I was in real estate management and consulting. And then at the very end of that career, I did a development with two partners. And it was 51 single family houses, 56 apartments, and an office building. And that same year, I was also the national chairperson. Well, it was a three year project. And during that time, I was uh, on the national board of trustees and then became the national chairperson for my trade association. And, um, Right in the middle of all of that, I had a spiritual awakening, and um, that was pretty in, in powerful and intense spiritual awakening, partly as a result of my son having uh, become sexually assaulted at daycare. Oh my gosh. So while I was in the middle of like working 16-hour days on this project and being the national chair, my son, um, you know, we, we had a family crisis that was happening at right. the same time. And so I... I'm the kind of person that like I take care of everything else. And then, you know, seven months down the road, I collapse. And um, as a result of my collapse, I had this spiritual awakening and I ended up divorcing my husband at the time. I was my first husband. I ended up divorcing my first husband, um, 
leaving behind my career in real estate, walking away from real estate. And, and as part of that spiritual awakening, I, I went in, in um, a month after my divorce was final and I told my business partner, I was like, I'm done with, with this. I can't do this anymore. And he looked at me and he was like, well, what are you going to do? And literally what fell out of my mouth, Tam, was I'm going to be a crystal healer. And I didn't even know what the heck I was <laughs> saying. I was like, what? I, I literally, I was like, what just came out of my mouth? And he gave me that look too. Like, what like, are what? you talking about? Right. Well, can yeah. let's just stop there. Let's just unpack that a little bit because, yeah. you know, that's where we're parallel. You know, I was in commercial real estate for years and, uh, you know, some kind of way it wasn't resting well with my soul. Plus I had to figure out what I wanted to do in life. So what was going on really that, you know, of course the catalyst was the traumatic situation that happened with your family, but what, what bubbled up to the top of that moment to where you said, this is not where I'm supposed to be. This is wrong. What was going on? Yeah. Well, I think the truth is that there was a long, it wasn't any singular moment. There was like this long five year period, pretty much from the time my son was born. So he was three when the assault happened. But from the time my son was born, I, I had this, like, is this all there is? Like, yeah. is this what life is? You know? And I just had this feeling always of feeling torn. Like, I wanted to be home with my son, but when I was home with him, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to lose my mind. This is, you know, I can't, this, this is not intellectually stimulating enough for me to just be here. But then when I was at work, I was like, oh my God, I just want to be with my kid. And so, yeah. So for at least five years, I was in a state of kind of discontent and asking those questions of like, is really, is this all there is? And, um, and, you know, of course, when you start to question things, then the universe responds with some answers. And sometimes the answers are gentle knocks at the door. And sometimes the answer is a two by four upside the head. And yeah. so um, I'm a stubborn chick. I really am. <laughs> Oh, am I, girl? Oh, my gosh. That's what I figured out. <laughs> I, I, I'm like a tenacious dog with a bone sometimes, you know? <laughs> and, um, and so, you know, I guess I was the kind of person that just really needed to be hit hard in order to, to crack open um, what needed to be cracked open. And so, you know, after uh, that happened with my son, you know, I just kept going for you know, at least a couple more years. And then it became clear I needed to divorce my husband. And then it became clear I needed to, you know, as I was cracking open and spiritually yeah. awakening, it became clearer and clearer what was not working anymore. And that's actually something I help people with, with my wealthy life method. The first step is what's not working, right? It's not working. Yeah. Because we pretend it's working. A lot of times we pretend it's working. And so, you know, so I had the perfect little white house with the picket fence and the dog and the two cars in the garage and all of that. And it, it was like, what was, what I thought was supposed to be working. And it yeah, wasn't. You, here's the thing though, because a lot of people are, are here. They're at this spot, you know, and what, what, what got them thinking that that was the way it's supposed to be. Right. 
Well, that, that comes from cultural conditioning. I mean, yeah. we've been conditioned by the culture. We've been conditioned by our ancestors. We've been conditioned by our family. We've been conditioned by society. We've been conditioned by our religious beliefs. We've been conditioned by our, um, you know, our, our gender beliefs. We've yes. been conditioned in so many ways. And, and frankly, we have been massively conditioned by marketing and the advertising world, of right? Course. And so it's interesting when, when you're in a business, as business women, Tam, you know, we're like dancing with the devil ourselves, right? All you day know, long, all the time. All yeah. day long. Like, you know, you want to be in business. You want to be able to make sales. You want to connect with the people that you are meant to serve. You want to be an influencer. And at the same time, there's a dark, ugly underside to the marketing business and the sales business where, you know, people can manipulate people for for not good purposes. Yeah, and, of course. And that's a hard thing to reconcile when you're in, in this space where you want to be an entrepreneur. Right, right. When I first was thinking about being an entrepreneur, I was, my, I was basing a lot of mine on what I saw my parents doing. You know, they were, they were, always, they were always entrepreneurs. That's all I ever knew. My mom was my biggest influence. So that's what I saw. But still, even though I saw my mom and dad work together and I saw that working and I saw her able to balance her life in that way. So to me, that made sense. But to anyone else, like who I was dating, uh, who I was married to, it looked to them as if I was trying to be some kind of independent woman, trying to do my own thing. It didn't look like what I envisioned it to look. So there was always some kind of thing that was off kilter. Uh, it's, it's interesting. I think that no matter where you are in your business, you know, whether you're very beginning, where you're at this part, whether you're just trying to figure out who you are and what you want, or even now, you know, when you get like further along in your business and you're just trying to balance it all, there's always going to be a reckoning. Yeah, absolutely. You know, of your soul. Absolutely. And, you know, you originally asked how I got into coaching. So what ended up happening was I left the real estate business and, you know, over the next couple of years, I was just trying to figure out what the heck I was doing. You know, I'm, I'm called, right? So I actually have a map called um, the, the awesome map. It's like the, the map of messenger mountain. I consider myself a messenger. Anybody who's in the coaching author expert space, we're, we're messengers, right? And so the A at the bottom of this map is awakening. And that's what we were just talking about. But then I wandered for a while. So the word awesome is, is on this map, right? So now I'm at W, I'm wandering, right? I'm wandering around and I'm wondering like, what the heck did I just do? I left right. behind my career. Right. I have a six-year-old to feed and chew. And I have, you know, like this calling to be a crystal healer. What the heck is that? That's um, so funny. Yeah. And so I'm wandering around wondering. And then the next step is you start to educate yourself yeah. in places where there are like-minded people. Like all of a sudden you find yourself after some wandering with like-minded people. And so you start to educate yourself. And so that's where people go in to get certifications, the, you know, certification in maybe body language or certification in health coaching or certification in Reiki or whatever it is that you right. get. So then there's a whole cohort of people that are sometimes still in their regular job and they're doing this certification thing on the side. And those folks, sometimes they can get stuck. I mean, I, I know people who oh, have man. been stuck in certification zone 
for 20 years, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And and their business is kind of like this little side thing that they yeah. do, either their husband's supporting them full-time or they've got a full-time job and they have this little side thing that's really their passion and their calling, but they're stuck in certification zone, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. I, you so, know, it's funny because you know, I was talking about stuck. I was just having this conversation with one of my clients today who is, you know, wants to get stuck there, wants to. And I've been trying to talk her off the ledge of, you know, in certification uh, purgatory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Certification purgatory. And everybody thinks, oh my God, if I just get one more certification, yes. I'll be able to make more money or I will be able to have more customers. And it's not true because not people true. are not coming to you for all the letters after your name, but it is part of the journey. Yes. It, it is, is part of the journey. And then, and then when you get to the S, S is where we start to set ourselves up to actually succeed. And so that's where we start to go find business coaches like yourself or, you know, I do a lot of business coaching with people. Um, and we start to recognize that we need to actually put structures in place in order to be able to successfully answer the calling. It's not enough just to go through the motions to really successfully answer the calling is to bring it into the world in such a way that ultimately it becomes self-sustaining and can be a legacy. And the so, only way that that can happen is if you have the right structures in place. Yeah. So that means that where I was stuck at was the certification purgatory part where I was lit 17 years stuck right there. Yeah, you're right. in awe. So that's yeah, the bottom half. You're in awe. A-W-E. <laughs> you awoke, you woke, started wandering, yes. and then you got stuck in educating um, yourself, yes. right? Yeah. That's exactly what that was. Oh, yeah. my goodness. And, and only some of us, only some of us make it all the way to the top to <laughs> of Messenger. Emma, I love this. So then yeah. you, so, okay, at, at the S part, is yeah. that the part where you say, oh, wait, what? I need to actually get a coach. I actually literally need to have somebody who can help me put it, systemize this thing, put it in order. Correct. Right? Uh, yeah, Correct. makes sense. Yeah, okay. this is where people get into business coaching and they get into, and, and this can also be a purgatory, it let me tell you. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. <laughs> because you, you already put yourself in this cycle of getting educated, right? Mm -hmm. But now you're putting yourself into an a different kind of education, kind of separate from your calling, but in right. support of your calling, if yes. that makes sense, right? Yep, it does. So now we're here, and here's where many people get stuck, again, because things come up for them around visibility, around voice, and around value. And those are the three areas where I primarily help people. Okay. So O, M, and E are the, the next three. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the O is opening up to opportunity. And this is where we want to get out and speak. Yes. This is where we want to share what it is that we are about. We want to connect with people. We want to open up to the opportunity to work with other people, to collaborate like you and I are doing with yep. this podcast, mm -hmm. to um, share our message to have those wonderful connections with people, to go networking, all of those things. So always opening to opportunity. And this is where we've got to find our voice. We've got to have a clear message. We've got to be able to stand up and say in 30 seconds or less, I help wickedly smart women and men on purpose all around the world to become wealthy from their wisdom yes. or something along those lines, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so 
this is where a good messaging coach or somebody who can help with, and so I'm actually a hybrid. I can do all kinds of help with people around their marketing and their messaging and things like that. But if they are, uh, if they have had trauma around speaking their truth, even something like, you know, you're not allowed to talk at the table or you have to be seen and not heard or anything like that. If people have trauma around expressing themselves and speaking their truth, they need to have deep inner work support in order to actually, because it, the, the, outer stuff is is 10% of it it's just right. really like just you know go get book go get book go get book go get book that's right. how, that's all it is right? right but if if people are trapped in trauma they need that deeper work so i'm kind of a hybrid i do a lot of very deep work with the people that i work with in service to this um, to this full expression of who they are and so the o is opening to opportunity the m is monetizing your mission, baby. This is yes. where we've got to have the sales conversation yes. and value ourselves right. appropriately. So this is the, the valuing stage of things. And here's a big thing that a lot of people struggle with. So one of my clients is a good um, story to tell. There was a woman that I worked with who was in the same group that you and I um, are both invested in. She had invested multiple thousands of dollars to be in this group she was very, very good at sales mm-hmm. in corporate. She used to make $200,000 deals in corporate. Right. She could not sell her own stuff to save her life. Wow. She couldn't sell her own stuff. And it becomes a, this deep psychological thing that happens when you're actually putting your own body of work, your right. own body of knowledge out into the world she could sell literally a two or three or five hundred thousand dollar deals of other work people's, yeah. and she of other people's stuff opp right but she couldn't sell her own stuff and so we had a vip take together and now she is she's somebody that you know really well yeah, yeah. Uh, she's another person who has um has taken her business to a five million dollar business now as a result of being able to value herself and put herself out there and have those all important sales conversations uh, specifically into high ticket offers. Yeah. So, yeah. That's amazing. So let's, let's go back. Let's just kind of go back into your story and then how you were able to like get there because obviously from crystal healing to like monetizing your, your mission, right. Is a completely, I mean, maybe kind of the same, but not, not. Not, not. How did you actually decide, okay, wait a minute, this is what really what I want to do? Yeah. So when I was in that, you know, stage of getting all these certifications, I got Mm -hmm. the crystal healing certification. I became initiated as a shaman in the medicine tradition of the Peruvian people. I, uh, a naturally ordained sound healer. I can use the sound of my voice to activate the latent codes of light in your DNA and all kinds of things. (laughs) I love it, girl. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I even have an award-winning Crystal Singing Bowl CD that I uh, produced in 2009. And so I was putting out all of this stuff into the world and I was channeling and I was, um, you know, sending through messages from angels and I started writing books and like all of these latent talents and gifts started to come out. And I just was expressing like, yes. I was like, I was like a little geyser for yes. years, yes. right? Um, But I wasn't making any stinking money because I didn't understand how to make money. And that was when I ended up 
getting, um, you know, getting involved in a high level mastermind, make, made, I used my home equity line to invest in, um, you know what, Emerald, I remember having this conversation with you because we <laughs> were like sitting next to each other, I think in that one day. And, uh, so yeah, you, so you, you invested in, you started working with one-on-one. Was that what you did? No, I, I joined a, a high a level mastermind, mastermind okay. and I, um, but, um, you know, I also became, I became, uh, we're going to just say her name, Lisa Sasevich's yep. client mm -hmm. and she became my client too. I was one of the very first people that signed up for her mastermind. Yep. I became her client and she became my client as yep. well. And, um, after we did, I'm not going to go into the details of the work that I did right. with her, but after we did the work, she said that I was able to help her step more fully into her leadership role yeah. and be able to double her first seven figure year. So wow. I have done this work now since 2009. I've been in this space helping primarily women and a few very smart men on very purpose. Very smart men on purpose, yes. To be able to become wealthy with their wisdom. And um, and so the, the last letter on the mountain is E, which is exponential exposure. And exponential exposure is when you become extremely visible and you step into a leadership role. And that that is the place where I helped Lisa was yes. to really be able to stand on the top of her mountain yes. and, um, and continue to mine that mountain. And she's now been an Inc 500 uh, award winning um, business to watch for two or three years running. And she's generated almost $50 million in revenue oh, yeah. since, since we did our work together. And so, she's a, and she's incredible. Totally. Yeah. Um, totally. So this is very cool. So you were able to take your, your gifts of, of sound work, your gifts mm -hmm. with crystal work, your gift with all these different things and find a way to monetize that. Well, and, and, and what happened was I ultimately, Tim, I had to merge the two halves of myself, right? Yes. So I spent 20 years in the real estate business. I yep. mean, I understand sales, my, sales. our model was award-winning sales and marketing. Yes. Uh, yes. Model home. I sold the first 10 units from dirt piles and blueprints, right? Yes. So I, I, I sold 763 boxes of Girl Scout cookies when I was nine. Right. Before they let you stand outside the grocery store. I did that door to door and by telephone, right? Right. right. So I had to bring all of my gifts to the table. The, the metaphysical psycho spiritual gifts um, as well as the practical tactical gifts and merge them and blend them into my own signature body of work which i uh, i'm offering to people now which is my um my wealthy life method and my wisdom to wealth uh mentorship that's amazing now you i know you just did a uh, an event just recently like was it a week ago or so or where I was speaking. You I were was, speaking. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. What was that event about? So I was at an event called start your movement and I was one of the speakers on that stage. Oh, I and see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I was also an icon of influence at the new media summit. So, um, that's where people come to pitch, to be on podcasts. Yeah. And I, and, and the E for me on messenger mountain yes. of exponential exposure, my podcasts are so freaking awesome. For yes. that. I love my podcasts. The podcast is so fun. So I know a lot of people want to get into or figure out what their platform is mm -hmm. and, uh, podcasts has become very, 
uh, important and, and popular as, as one of the one ways that people want to do it. So what actually got you, you know, moved you in that direction to say, this is where I need to be. Of course, probably voice, you know, mm -hmm. being able to use your voice, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. what actually said, oh, I want to do a podcast. Well, yeah, before I answer that, I do want to say that anybody who's interested in podcasting, I thoroughly encourage you to work with somebody, you know, like myself, who actually knows how to structure your business so that the podcast serves your business. Because right. a lot of people get excited about, oh my God, podcasting, it's the latest thing. I'm going to go do podcasting, but they don't have the strategy and they don't have the um, structure in place to allow themselves to actually rank and make bank with their podcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, and so, I, this is one of the areas I want to talk to you about. And once we're, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about collaborating, continue to collaborate uh, around that because there's so many people that once they want that, they need that kind of uh, structure. So we'll definitely talk more. So uh, we definitely will bring that up later, but yeah. And so how I ended up podcasting was, um, so my business, I, mm -hmm. in 2009, I, I started in the Sassy Mastermind. Yep. In May of that year, I had made $400 in my business doing the nice. healing stuff, right? Yes. $400. Yes, nice. <laughs> um, I went to this event and met Lisa for the first time. She said something, one sentence on the second day, and I went home and implemented it. And by the next month, I had made 4000 so when she made her first mastermind offer in October of 2009, I went with my home equity because I was like, I'm, I'm going I'm with this. my home equity. I'm yes. doing this. And at her event, I raised my prices from 497 to 1997 right at breakfast with somebody. And, and a, three weeks later, I raised my prices again to 3497. Yes. And by the end of the year, I had in the last three months of 2009, I had made 40,000 in my business, raised my prices again in January of 2010 to um, 10,000 to work with me privately. And I think 7,500 for my group program. By the end of 2010, I had made 174,000 in my business. So I hope people are listening to what I did. I raised my prices. I raised my prices. I raised yes. my prices. I raised my prices. I raised my prices. <laughs> I kept giving right. myself a raise, right? Giving yourself a raise. I was a single mom after my second divorce from my second husband. I was a single mom raising a son on my own with a mortgage on a $450,000 house. And I could tell right away that there was no way I was going to sell enough $197 things Yes, to be able right, to put right. sneakers on his feet and pay my mortgage. So I went right to um, understanding the value that I brought to the table and being able to deliver and communicate that value powerfully to people in the sales conversations such that they ended up you know, wanting to work with me. And, right. and, and so over the course of several years, I generated almost $2 million from home in my pajamas as a single mom. So if I can do it, you can do it too. Um, and I baked cookies for the football team and brownies for the football team. And I was at every game and I was called to serve people all over the world and be a mom. And thank God for the internet angels because it allowed me to serve my purpose, answer my calling and 
fulfill my purpose as a parent at the same time. Yeah, you so, know, and that's where I think that is one of my driving missions, really, is to allow parents to to be able to not only be an entrepreneur, make money, take care of their family monetarily, but also fulfill the other piece and be a present mom, be a present wife, be a present uh, husband. And, and, you know, where for many years when I was working corporate America, you can't do, you can't do that. I was working a, a very high demand job where I had to take things home and work late at night sometimes and, and go away for weekends and things like that, where, you know, that really wasn't conducive. And plus, do one and a half hour commute each way. Yes. Right, which is a waste of three hours a day. <laughs> yeah. My commute was five minutes down the, down the stairs and into the office. Right. Now it's yeah. like literally get up in kitchen five, three seconds and make some coffee. Yeah, that's exactly. it. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I know that uh, it's probably not a good idea to promote too much multitasking, but as a multitasking woman, I mean, let's be real. I have done plenty of laundry while I was also serving people by either being on a podcast or, uh, you know, serving clients around the world. So, it, you know, being able to have your own business and be liberated and sovereign is such a blessing. And, and so let me just fast forward to how I got into podcasting in 2016. Um, I had a massive life rupture massive life rupture. Um, because all this time that I was building my business, even though I was a stay at home mom, and even though I was being present as much as possible for my son while I was doing all of that, um, he went down the hole and got involved with drugs, heavily, heavily involved with drugs. Um, you know, heroin, you know, got arrested multiple times. And in 2016, in a very traumatic experience he locked me in the basement and threatened to cut me up in little pieces and throw me in the river and um i was able thankfully to get out and he went to jail and he's fine now and he's you know everything's everything has uh, altered such that that uh, we're both on our right paths again but it was a massive life rupture and um and my business within a year had diminished to nothing by february of 2017 i made seven dollars in my business yeah. Yeah. and i was very clear like oh uh this isn't working nothing's working nothing is working nothing is working so i threw my business in the fire i threw it in the fire and i waited and prayed and uh within probably 10 days of throwing my business in the fire i was guided to look at, I have so many skills, right? I have yeah. so many skills. I was guided to look at all the skills that I had. And so I put myself out there to a few people to do high ticket sales for them because I knew how to do that. Um, and so that skill started to pull me out of the hole. And then I was selected to be on a TV show from a connection I had made in 2010. So now it's like, seven years later, I had reached out during that time period because I was just like, okay, I got to start making calls and asking for help and seeing who's got what going on out there. And she selected me to be on her TV show called Fix My Brand. And we decided as part of the process of rebuilding my brand 
it became clear I was supposed to work with men. And I was like, well, that's interesting because I've spent the last 10 years helping women feel great speaking and powerful asking for money. Right. Now I'm supposed to work with men. And as a result of that, the podcast was built right. because men are more uh, likely to be listeners than they are to be like scrolling through a Facebook feed or looking at, you know, a internet-based TV show. And so I started the Men on Purpose podcast and that was a healing journey like you wouldn't believe, Tam, wow. because my whole life I had been involved with men who were either abusive, addicted, or, um, you know, I felt alienated from them. Right. And so in following my guidance, I started to do the Men on Purpose podcast, and it is now an iTunes, or not iTunes, and now changed to Apple. Apple Top 200 Ranked Podcast, it's downloaded in 86 countries, but more importantly, I now see that there are plenty of wonderful men, magnificent, I call them magnificent, magnificent men, men. magnificent men on purpose out yeah. in the world. And so that's where the podcast got started. And then this spring, like over the course of 2018 and into 2019, I, I've been working with men, but the women kept knocking at the back door. So I, yeah. I had both men and women clients. And so this spring I got guided to start the Wickedly Smart Women and to open up the field for me to work with both men and women again. And so Wickedly Smart Women just launched and we have already got downloads in 13 countries and we are an, iTunes, an Apple top 100 ranked podcast in the area of entrepreneurship and number 25 in Switzerland and number 75 in the U.S. So that's really, yeah. really, really awesome. It's really awesome. And I love that you share your story so authentically because, you know, people get to see that, you know, first of all, you didn't forget your skill. You didn't lose your skill. No matter what was going on, no matter if you lost it all or not, you still had that to turn right back around and use it again and pull yourself back out. And that, that's such an inspiration for not only me, for anyone else uh, to, to realize that, shoot, if you could have that happen to you, they, you know, they, can, they can pull themselves out as well. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I say that to myself every now and then when I'm having one of those, you know, shitty committees talking to me yeah, kind yeah. of days. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, you know what? You actually survived almost being murdered. This is right. nothing. This is nothing. <laughs> you know? Right. Is by your own child. This Seriously, is nothing. This is, nothing. You know, like, this is like nothing. Get a grip, girl. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Emerald, I just love you. I love your energy. I love what you're creating in the world. And such an inspiration to me and so many other people. Thank you, So Tim. I really appreciate you taking the time. And for sure, for all my listeners to know, um, they can find you, first of all, on Wickedly Smart Women podcast, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but I also have something for your folks. Oh, you, um, have, a, you have a gift. I That's do. Awesome. I have a gift. I actually have just created a quiz that is the, are you warding off wealth? Yes. Quiz. Mm -hmm. And um, you can get that at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. Quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And it's a quick quiz within five minutes or less. You can take the quiz and it will give you your results and show you, it will show you how you're warding off wealth. And it will also give you a 30 day mini course that uh, explores the five ways that we ward off wealth and the five ways that we can welcome it instead. 
I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Emerald. Check her out and uh, we'll keep, we'll keep collaborating, girl. <laughs> Thank you, Tam. I'm looking forward to it.